So the world's going nuts right now. Well, not the world. The Twitter world. Everybody's freaking out about Elon Musk. What is it? 43 point something billion dollars he's offering to buy out Twitter. You know, everybody screamed from the top of their lungs when they banned uh, Trump, when they banned all these other conservative voices. They said, well, Twitter's a private company. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. And Elon Musk can buy that company and then he can do whatever he wants. Twitter has been a total disappointment regarding the, the censorship. And I understand, I understand regulating, banning somebody that's a flaming Confederate flag waving whatever Yahoo. But the president of the United States of America or somebody running for president, even if they are a Yahoo, you got to let them be heard. Uh, but you're right. They are a private company. They can do whatever they want. And it looks like Elon's going to be buying it. Uh, it's going to be... I think he's he was offering double the share price. Uh, so the board has to vote on it, but the board has to vote in interest of their shareholders, which Elon is the majority shareholder. But e- either way, if they don't let Elon buy it, I, 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 don't, I, I guess, what do you do? Do you vote in a new board? I don't know. But the world is going mad right now. So many employees are like, I don't want to work for Elon. If he's, if he's the one in charge, I don't want to be here. Why not? He's successful in everything he does. Look at SpaceX. Look at Tesla. Look at Starlink. You know, look at all this kind of stuff. He knows what he's doing. You know? Let me turn that music down a little bit more. I'm just shouting over it. In fact, I can kill the music. Elon Musk, the Twitter, the Twitter savior. Is he, is, he's not really exactly conservative. He's probably more of a moderate, right? He's not like this flaming... Uh, you know, ultra right wing conservative. So I mean, I think he'll be good. I think he'll be good. I think he'll streamline a lot of things, and all these people that you know are posting right now, you know, these directors at Twitter that I'm gonna have to rethink my new job. Okay, then get a new job. Get a new job. I don't think he's going to be unfair. I think he's gonna be a lot fairer than what's been happening over at Twitter so far. So I mean, if you if you cannot work for a company that silences opinions that you don't agree with if you just cannot handle it then go find a new freaking job nobody cares nobody's gonna you post that all you want post all you want they're gonna quit twitter nobody cares <clears throat> nobody cares and you think musk doesn't have the capacity to find somebody to fill your position he does 100 he does he's one of the most technical technologically advanced people running technologically advanced businesses I mean, when you compare like him to Bezos, Bezos is just a middleman on cheap Chinese merchandise. Musk is actually sending people into space. You know, he, he knows what he's doing. So he's got the tech handled. It should be interesting. But 43 or 42 billion, whatever that is, that is just a massive amount of money. Um, you know, I saw something the other day because it's always been like Musk, Bezos, like they've been edging edging each other out as the richest man in the world, right? And it's been it's gone back and forth a few times. Well, Elon blew him out of the water because all of a sudden, somehow he took a big jump where he's worth a hundred billion dollars more than Bezos. It's crazy, man. It's crazy the amount of money that's out there. Okay, so uh New York City mayor 
Adams, Adams, the vegan mayor, the, the guy that put the vegan uh, diet in all schools, the guy that uh, is is uh, masking toddlers in New York City, and he's also going out to clubs and, uh, you know, doing his thing. Uh, he is stepping forward. Now, remember, 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 okay, remember back in the day, back in the day, all right, the TSA, all this other kind of stuff, airplane hijacking, and there was this major conspiracy. And if you paid attention, one of the major conspiracies was was that all these politicians, all these congressmen, everything, they're all investors in the security company to put technology into airports. And uh, and and oh no, 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 I I'm I'm misspeaking. What it was was the Vegas shooting, right? The Vegas shooting, Route sixty six, right? The guy takes all those guns into there to the hotel room, lights up that concert field, right? And then there was all of this speak about yeah. But this is like an inside. This is a there's a red flag. This is an inside job. Now I'm just seeing. I'm just regurgitating what the conspiracy was. I'm not saying I believe this. I'm saying what the conspiracy was. That this was all set up because it's going to cause these multi billion dollar deals and all this other nonsense to put security at hotels and metal detectors and all this other kind of stuff. Right. That was a big conspiracy that was going on. Along with it was the FBI sting. It was the FBI arms trade deal gone wrong. All this other kind of nonsense. I don't think we ever found out what the real thing was about the Vegas shooting. But anyways, the subway shooter a couple days ago, was it yesterday? Yesterday, the day before, uh, unloads a lot of bullets on a plane, injures like 20-something people, and now New York City Mayor Adams, here's, I'm waiting for the conspiracies to come out that this was all planned just so Adams has a deal with some security agency to put metal detectors to metal detect I don't know how many people use the subway every day, but it's a lot, a whole lot, uh, metal detectors. Now, I'm not saying that's a conspiracy. I'm just saying that I'm keeping my eye peeled for that conspiracy because New York City Mayor Adams floats new tech for bag checks on subway, well, for bag checks on subway systems. You can see the trouble that I'm having right here, right now. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see why I'm stuttering through this. Uh, the New York City Mayor says he's investigating new tech options for detecting weapons on public transport. New York City may be rolling out new technology and periodic bag checks to prevent future terrorist attacks, according to the mayor. Uh, terrorist. Was this guy a, a terrorist? Or we're just going to talk about the terrorist right now. Either way, New York City Mayor Eric Adams spoke to MSNBC's Morning Joe on Wednesday about the previous day's terror attack on the city subway system. The mayor touched on the possibility of new technology on public transportation to prevent similar acts in the future. With gun detection devices, oftentimes when people hear of metal detectors, they immediately think of airport model, Adam said. Those are not the only models that are available. There are new models that are being used at ball games or parks, hospitals, where you're not stopping to go through your belongings. You're simply walking through a device. Adams added in an interview with news radio station 1010 WINS that periodic bag checks may also be introduced. We're going to explore new technology to make New Yorkers safe, the mayor continued, and we believe we have a new technology that we can use in the subway system that many passengers are not even going to be aware that they are walking past a device that could detect weapons. And we're excited about the possibilities. The mayor explained in an interview that the police had confiscated upwards of 1,800 guns in the previous three weeks. Holy crap, man. 
The police had confiscated upwards of 1,800 guns in the previous three weeks. He went on to claim that 10% of the firearms acquired, here we go, here's the word I've been waiting for in this story, ghost guns, or guns that are untraceable due to being manufactured, assembled, or crafted at home. I'm not going to leave any legal technology off the table when it comes down to keeping New Yorkers safe. All right. All right. They're coming for you. That's the first time I've seen ghost guns in this subway shooting. Uh, you know, because I was prompting the conspiracy in my own brain that this happened the day after uh, Biden announced the big attack on ghost guns. And I was expecting that word to be used a lot. I kind of failed. I didn't predict the future properly. And this one mention of ghost guns by Mayor Adams, uh, I don't think that constitutes me as nailing that one on the head. So I deeply apologize for that. Yeah, I sure do. Okay, now, next, what we have is um, Cuba Gooding Jr. Remember Cuba Gooding Jr., show me the money? Remember? Look at, first off, let's look at him, man. He looks a little, it looks like a little, uh, a little haggard. And his hair is very interesting. Um, I'm not too sure what's going on with his hair, but that is unique. Uh, I'm not up on the culture of black hair, so I can't comment whether that is intentional or not. But Cuba Gooding Jr., he pleads guilty to forcible touch. Forcible touch. Kicking it old school like it's 1985. Actor Cuba Gooding Jr. entered a plea of guilty on Wednesday to a misdemeanor charge of forcibly touching a woman at a New York City nightclub in 2018. Gooding admitted to kissing the woman, a waitress at the club, on her lips without consent. He also admitted to two other incidents of non-consensual contact between October 2018 and June 2019. Under the terms of the plea agreement, Gooding is to continue alcohol and behavior modification treatment for six months and have no new arrest after that time. He can replead to harassment. If he successfully shows the terms and repleads to a lesser charge, Gooding can face a sentence to time served if he does not comply with the terms, he could face up to one year in jail. Cuba Gooding Jr. entered into a repleter today, whereby in six months his case will be disposed of with a violation, which is not a crime, resulting in no criminal record. Uh, that was according to his attorney, Peter Tumbekis. And he said that in the same statement to CNN. Uh, let's see, this case has been going on since June 2019, <clears throat> when he was charged with forcible touching. An additional charge was brought against him in October 2019. He previously pleaded not guilty to those charges. Gooding's lawyers at one point filed a motion to dismiss the case, but it was denied. Gooding's trial was set to begin in April 2020, but was delayed because of lockdowns due to coronavirus pandemic. All right. Uh, yeah. Forcibly touching and uh, giving a kiss. Uh, yeah, you can't do that. You can't do that, right? This isn't 1985 where these aren't Coke-fueled fueled uh, parties. Uh, but man, imagine going through all that just for a kiss on a cocktail waitress. I mean, I'm not belittling the fact that if it was unwarranted, it was unwarranted. But uh, there's a lot of detail. I mean, how did, I mean, did he like hold her rapily in his arms and not let her go? And she struggled and he gave her the kiss. Was she into it too? Wasn't there video on this? I don't know. But either way, Cuba Gooding Jr. pleaded guilty. He's going to have to go, and he has to go to behavior modification classes. Oh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, how for six months, six months, they're going to tell him, listen, Cuba, you listen, listen, buddy, 
You can't just kiss whoever you want. We know that you're famous for the show me the money, but not everybody is into being kissed by you. Okay, Cuba? They're just going to reiterate that for six months straight. Now, here's a crazy story. This story is about seven soldiers who go camping, take LSD, and one of their buddies, one of them, nobody's talking, one of them, his body washes up or his head washes up, totally decapitated from his body. Yeah, this is what horror stories are made out of. Seven soldiers who last saw a paratrooper alive before he was found decapitated are facing courts on other charges. Seven North Carolina soldiers were camping with a Fort Bragg paratrooper whose partial remains were found along coast in 2020 are facing courts martial on conspiracy and other charges. Officials have said the charges are unrelated to the death of Enrique Roman Martinez. Eight soldiers assigned to the 37th Brigade Engineer Battalion, 2nd Brigade Combat Team, 82nd Airborne Division, were camping on Cape Lookout National Seashore when Roman Martinez was reported missing in May of 2020. Roman Martinez's severed head washed up six days later, but his body was never recovered. The manner of his death is listed as homicide, but no one has been charged with his death. Now, here's where it gets interesting down here. Uh, I saw it when I was reading this earlier. Uh, the body wasn't available for, for examination. Yeah, 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 yeah. Courts records. Uh, okay, several of them down here. Here it is. Several of them face other charges, such as using LSD, disobeying a superior, or making false statements. All seven have been arraigned, and their trials are scheduled from May to September. Talking about a band of seven brothers right now that are all keeping their mouths shut, uh, LSD's involved. You've got a bunch of military guys, weapons, knives, and everything are probably uh, allegedly hanging around. They're out there camping. Uh, so what happened? What happened? Did Jimmy go on a bad trip and all of a sudden this guy's head turned into a dragon that needed to be slain? I'm guessing that's probably not too far off the actual reality of what happened. Allegedly, this is all speculation. I really don't know. But when you're camping with a bunch of military guys, might be a good idea not to do LSD. Um, and if you're going to do LSD, make sure you keep a safe distance from anybody that's on a bad trip. But that is a crazy story. Seven guys, eight man enter, seven men leave, and they're not saying a thing. You know, these guys have a story to tell that they're going to take to their grave. That is for sure. I mean, how else? How else is it going to get to decapitated, right? I mean, heads just don't fall off. I mean, I guess he could get attacked by a bear and swipe the head off, but it, it would have kind of been obvious. They didn't say much about the autopsy of the head itself. Was it a clean cut? Was it with a blade? I don't know. But the lesson to be learned here, kids, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. And another lesson to be learned, you know, my wife, my wife, she comes up to me a few days ago and we have a mall up here in the high desert where we live and the, the closest mall is the Victor Valley mall. And, uh, about a week ago, she comes up to me and she says, hey, I want to take the baby down to the mall to take some rabbit pictures with the Easter Bunny. And I say, hell no, I'm not going to let some furry mofo pedophile in a fuzzy costume that's had babies crapping on that costume all day long hold my baby in a public mall. I said, no, absolutely not. So I know that's unreasonable. That's irrational. That's 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 Jake being Jake. I totally get it. And I'm fine with that. 
I'm fine with being that crazy guy that doesn't want some creepo in a bunny costume holding my baby. Another friend of mine told me just the other day that they were going through old family photos of when they were like five or six, and they found a picture of them with Santa Claus, and Santa Claus in the picture is obviously popping a boner. Yeah, I don't trust mall Santa Claus, mall rabbits, and anybody else that volunteers to hold your kid and take a picture. I just think it's weird. I mean, no healthy male. Now I'm making stereotypes. I'm making generalizations, but no healthy male is going to say, hey, I want to get a job putting on a stupid ass suit and holding babies all day. Who does that? Who does that? What normal? Now, if it's a female, maybe, maybe, maybe I would be okay with that. But, but the Santa, the Santa mother truckers, they hang out at malls. No, I'm good. I'm good. Statistically, I'd rather take my chances of not putting my baby on their lap. So anyways, my wife buys this, her own rabbit costume for uh, Easter pictures. We haven't taken the Easter pictures yet, but I'll post them when I do. So she bought her own authentic Easter rabbit costume because I said no to going to the mall. Well, good thing I said no at, about going to the mall because, because at that same mall two days ago, somebody was waiting in line to have a picture with said boner rabbit and the nine-year-old kid was shot. Now you ask, how does that happen? Well, apparently in this mall, right near where the little Easter pictures are being taken, there's a, a shoe store referred to as a sneaker store, high-end, you know, sneakerhead stuff. Well, there were some kids in there that were ripping that place off. They were, they were, they were running out with a bunch of sneakers, right? The owner who had a gun decides to pull his gun and as the people, the perpetrators that just robbed his store are running past the line of kids waiting to take pictures of the rabbit, decides to open fire. I know, real genius, right? Over some Air Jordans or whatever the hell it was. He opens fire. Apparently, he didn't hit any of the perpetrators, but he did hit a nine-year-old kid in the arm. Now, she's doing okay. She's at Loma Linda University, and um, it appears that she's going to be okay. But she did get hit in the arm with a bullet. So, all that to say that I was right when I told my wife that we're not going to that mall, that same mall where this happened, to take pictures with a furry, weirdo rabbit. That's all I got on that. Okay. Now, you know, sometimes you see a story and uh, and, and you just look at it and you're like, mm-hmm. Well, apparently there was a mom, and this mom, years ago, Sherry Papini, she claimed she was held captive and beaten, and after a long legal proceeding, she has admitted she made it all up after investigators spent years seeking answers, and she has been sentenced or whatever, or the judgment has come down that she has to pay $300,000 in restitution to the agencies that investigated the hoax and provided her victim compensation as part of the plea agreement. So this Yahoo right here, right here, this California mom back in the day, you know, me too, believe, believe the victim. Don't ever question the victim, right? Right. That's what we're taught. You don't question the victim. Even if the victim's wrong. Well, this victim was way wrong. The California mom who claimed she was kidnapped, then beaten and branded as she was held captive for three weeks has admitted that she made up the whole story. 
and she's going to plead guilty on federal charges. Sherry Papini, 39 years old, was arrested and charged with lying to federal authorities and mail fraud earlier this year, but had for years maintained that she was the victim of a brutal and puzzling crime. As part of her plea agreement announced Tuesday, she will plead guilty to one count of mail fraud and one count of making false statements. Papini, who lives in Reading, has also agreed to pay more than $300,000 in restitution to the California Victim Compensation Board, the Social Security Administration, the Shasta County Sheriff's Office, and the FBI, which assisted the Sheriff's Department in its investigation of the hoax, according to court documents. Authorities launched a nationwide search in 2016 when the, when the then 34-year-old apparently disappeared while out for a jog. Three weeks later, in chains, her hair cut short and her body bruised, she flagged down a driver 150 miles from her home, claiming she'd been released by two armed women who had kidnapped her. Now that is some pretty extreme fabrication. Officials later confirmed that she'd also been branded, and a year later, the FBI released sketches of two unknown individuals based on details provided by Papini as it continued to investigate. But her horrific story, chained, beaten, on the side of the road, 150 miles from her home. This is a pretty exotic story. Her, but her horrific story turned out to be a lie. The Department of Justice said last month, in reality, Papini caused the injuries to herself and instead of being held captive, was actually staying at the home of a former boyfriend in Southern California. Now, how did we not see that coming, right? In a statement provided to BuzzFeed News through her attorney, Papini said she was deeply ashamed of herself and she apologized to her family, friends, and all the good people who needlessly suffered because of my story and those who worked so hard to try and help me. I will work the rest of my life to make amends for what I have done, she said. Papini was facing 34 counts of mail fraud, one count of making false statements to authorities. Many of the mail fraud charges were related to payments Papini made to a therapist who was treating her for anxiety and PTSD from her purported kidnapping. According to the indictment, the count she will plead guilty to was for one of those payments. Anyways, uh, yeah, so me too, believe everything a victim says, you know, and I don't want to be like the victim shamer because I know a lot of women are abused and there's mo many abusive situations, but man, this story was a humdinger. It was a humdinger and it was all made up. Papini. She made all this up just so she could go bang her boyfriend in Southern California. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's what you jump to for your story? I mean, she should have said she was abducted by aliens. Nobody would have been, you know, uh, nobody would have been, hey, what are you going to do? Do an investigation to go search for UFOs? At least it would have left all the investigating parties out of it. You know, just claim it was aliens. I mean, half the people, well, more than half the people in this world would believe you anyway. So just say it was aliens. Then you got no harm, no foul. You don't have to pay for the Shasta police department, Shasta sheriffs and the FBI for searching for your ass. Just claim it was aliens. Well, another news story, this little bald creep right here with, does he, does he not have any eyebrows? Is he, is this Jada Pinkett's love, uh, love interest with alopecia? What's going on with this? Is this guy an albino? I don't know. He's kind of tan there. So he goes out in the sun, but anyways, this guy, Joseph Gatt, who is 50 years old, uh, the actor has been arrested for allegedly communicating sexually with a minor online and police need help 
identifying any other potential victims. Joseph Gap 50 was arrested last Wednesday and released the same day after posting a $5,000 bail. A court date has not been scheduled for him. The LAPD's Internet Crimes Against Children Task Force served a search warrant on Gat's home in the area of 3rd Street in La Jolla after receiving information he had been communicating online in a sexually explicit manner with a minor in another state. He was ultimately arrested on an outstanding felony warrant for contact with a minor for sexual offense. Anyways, the uh, police, they released this photo of him. Uh, here's a nice little mugshot photo. I, I, is that a mugshot photo? Is that a DMV photo? That might be a, like a DMV photo. Look at that bright white smile coming for your kids. Anyways, uh, Gad is an actor with credits that include Game of Thrones, Star Trek, Into the Darkness, Thor, and Disney live action Dumbo, according to IMDb, which lists his age as 47, but he's actually 50. Just shaved three years off of his age for uh, the public. The LAPD says they are seeking to identify any additional victims of Gat. So if you've had this creepy guy sliding into your DMs or the DMs of your kids, here's the number you can call. Detective Dinos Amarantos at 562-624-4027. So they're putting out the bat signal. You know, the guy, one thing, I don't feel sorry for the guy, but one thing I do think is when you have somebody that's this prominent, right? Is there going to be some false calls coming into 562-624-4027? Who knows? Who knows? But you know, contact kids in another state. And I don't get that. The guy's, the guy's an actor, right? The guy's an actor. I don't know if you consider that good looking or not. He looks like a villain out of a, it looks like a villain out of Dumbo, which he probably was. He was in Dumbo. He was also in Thor. Um, but yeah, the, the, I, the, just the desire to be reaching out to kids is kind of, kind of a lot disgusting, kind of a lot disgusting. Because you think these famous guys, you know, you think that they could pull any, you know, attractive female that they want. They walk into the bar and they just drop the, the, the line in. Yeah, I'm I'm Gat. I'm from Game of Thrones. I'm from all this other stuff and girls would be all over it. Uh, but obviously that is not his bag. His bag is youngsters, which is gross. Whatever. I got to get this guy off my screen. He looks disgusting. Uh, okay, so what else is going on? Last and final story is california should i do the story should i do the new G new jersey inmate at a women's only prison that got pregnant yeah let's do that one okay so a new jersey inmate at a women's only prison pregnant after sex with another incarcerated person how does that happen how do we have females getting females pregnant is this the immaculate conception is this the immaculate baby that's born to celebrate easter is this the return of christ or is it just some transgender dumb fuck that they put in a women's prison it's probably a transgender dumb fuck that they put in a prison, right? Well, uh, let's see. It says two inmates at New Jersey's only women's prison are pregnant after reportedly having sex. Oh, 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 here we go with a transgender inmate. It appears the women became pregnant from consensual sexual relationships with another incarcerated person. Dan Speraza, the Department of Corrections External Affairs Executive Director, told NJ.com. The prisoners are held at the Edna Mahan Correctional Facility in Clinton, which has faced a long string of sex assault scandals. Governor Phil Murphy announced plans last year to shutter the facility, which is New Jersey's only women prison. The prison houses more than 8,800 inmates and began housing transgender women last year following a lawsuit brought forth by the trans inmate who lived in a men's prison for 18 months 
and the American Civil Liberties Union of New Jersey. So the ACLU is responsible for that, for getting these trans uh, biological male trans females and putting them in a woman's prison. Wouldn't that just be like the easy cop out? Like you, you go to prison, you're getting butt fucked by Bubba every night and you're just like, holy shit, paint my nails, put me in a dress and call me Sally and send me over with the women because I can't handle this anal bleeding every night. Just get me out of here. My name's Sally. I know, I know I have a beard. I know that, you know, all this other kind of stuff, but, but I really identify as a transgender woman. Like, what does it take? What is the standard for you to identify as a woman to get sent to the female prison? Do you just got to say it? I mean, where's the line? Where's the line? Do you need to wear high heels? Do you need to, what do you, what do you got to do? I am curious about that. Like, what is the policy in say New Jersey or any other state that allows transgender uh, inmates to um, be housed with the sex that they gender identify as? What are the actual levels of qualification? Because, you know, it might not be a bad idea. You know, obviously this guy's getting laid. He's transgender female. So he's a transgender female lesbian, right? With a boner. It gets complicated, kids, but this is 2022. This is where we live. Transgender female lesbian impregnating other female inmates. This is 2022. This is the world we have created where the gender bending lines of our society are ever changing. And it's pathetic. Anyways, this is Jake with Radio Underland. It's been fun. It's been nice. Now I got to get ready for Good Friday and, uh, you know, get my life right. Anyways, good. be good. Be good to people. Be kind. You know, have patience. And until next time, I will talk to you later. This is Jake with the Radio Underland. If you have any questions or comments, hit me up at jake at radiounderland.com. If you'd like to see the video of this show, you can hit it up at YouTube. Just search Radio Underland. All right, people. Talk to you later. 